Hello and welcome to the Shiny Bees podcast, a podcast for those who like their knitting, comedy and yarn in equally large measures. I'm your host Joan Milmine and this is episode 81, when the crowd say bo, bo, bo. Hello and welcome into another episode of the show. Another one where I'm serenading you before we've even got through the opening credits. Well, if you can call Craig David serenading, that is. <laughs> How are you? I hope you're well since the last time I spoke to you. If you are a new listener, welcome to the show. I hope you'll enjoy what you find here. And if you are a returning listener, thank you very much for coming back to join me and the madness again. It's great to have you back with me. So yes, this episode has taken on a little bit of a Craig David um, inspiration, if you will. And I'm not sure exactly how popular Craig David is or was in the States, or indeed anywhere else where I have lovely listeners who are feeling slightly confused at right now. However, I feel there's a lot to be learned in life about Craig David's comeback recently. Um, not least that if you sing Bieber, you can kind of get anywhere in life, especially if you do it in a garage style um, And garage was never that big as a genre, musical genre. Craig David was a, a garage kind of artist. It was never that big outside of London. We didn't really have garage up north. Um, but yeah, he had his 10 minutes of fame basically about 10 or 15 years ago got ripped to bits by avid merian who is a comedian and then sort of just disappeared and i think he's been cryogenically frozen because when he came back um he was on x factor he's just basically popped back up um out of nowhere and and he's all over youtube and he's on the x factor and all this kind of good stuff and he's on a big massive career push again and he hasn't aged one bit, not he looks exactly the same, and it must have been about 10 years, not a single wrinkle, and his eyebrows are perfect, they're just so perfect, and his little corkscrew curl hair is exactly the same as it was, which makes me think he might be a robot, but anyway, Craig David did a few songs, one of which was Re-Rewind, the crowd say Bo, Selector, etc. And um, that has become the somewhat random inspiration for this episode. Not least because that will be the name of our latest knit-along, which I'll tell you about in a bit. So what have we got for you today other than Craig David? Craig David! <laughs> we, I have a round up of some events in February after a couple of shoutouts for some lovely listeners. We've got Enablers Corner and we've got some news of the Rewind Cal, which is what it's going to be called. I mentioned in the last episode, a new knit along. And I have a review of uh, Transatlantic Knits for you by Fiona Alice. Um, Sorry, Take Heart, a Transatlantic Transatlantic Knitting Journey by Fiona Alice. Do I call it Transatlantic Knits? Might have been a better title, actually. Anyway, that's what I have for you today. So get yourself. What should we drink today? We get we have gin a lot and rooibos and just tea. Dunno. Get yourself a rusty nail 
and we will crack on with the show. So I have a couple of little show totes to start us off today um, on the show. First up to Trish in Aberdeenshire, hello to you. Also to Jenny in Aberdeenshire, hello to you as well, both of whom have uh, been chatting to me on Ravelry and on email this week. Hello to you both, I hope you're fine. And also to Betsy, who is Babsa on Ravelry, who's out in Santa Cruz. Thank you for your message this week, it was great uh, to hear from you. E- the fish... L- you know when you're like you're trying to work yourself up to saying something and you still can't say it no matter how many times you practice the fish lips kiss heel pattern giveaway goodness me i must have recorded this part about five times and i still can't get it right without saying it really slowly and nodding my head along to the beat of the words worst name pattern ever apparently a really good heel though um that design by patty joy we're running a giveaway at the moment in the Groupon Ravelry, the Shiny Bees podcast Groupon Ravelry, because uh, the socks therapist, uh, Patty Joy White, I think is her surname, uh, she has, the lady designed that pattern basically has stage three breast cancer and she's trying to raise money to get all of her extended family together and through sales of the pattern. So I was, um, I heard about this through Curious um, Handmade Podcast, uh, Helen Stewart, and decided I would join in as well. Because it's nice just to support someone in person, you know, like a person, as well as supporting big charities. So I said I would gift 10 copies of that pattern to anyone, the first 10 people who replied, essentially. And um, that's, I've done that now, but there have been several other people who also have offered to do the same thing, which is really really kind of you to join in and uh, share the love a little bit so if you do still want a copy of that pattern there are people in the group who want to gift it to people so get yourself over there and claim one of those patterns and we can all try a new heel that we can't pronounce and um, hopefully get this lady and her family back together again uh, by sharing the nitty love so thank you to everyone who Um, asked for one of my patterns I've gifted all of those out now and to the people who have offered to share the love as well it's all it's all good love it shiny bees podcast group it's a friendly place to be also this week on Thursday we have our patreon virtual knit night if you fancy coming along and joining in with the virtual knit night uh, you need to be a patron of the podcast to do so and you can support the podcast at www.patreon.com forward slash shiny bees and anyone at the five dollars and above per month um point will uh get an invite basically to virtual knit night we're doing show and tell this week so we're going to be talking about different whips that we have and uh, how they are going get a bit of enabling going on have a look at some nice yarns and all have a jolly good chime and a nice chat like we did last time so if you want to join in with that patreon.com forward slash shiny bees i'll put a link in the show notes for that too also in the swagporium very excited got some shiny bees logo project bags they are in the swag shop now which you can find at um shiny bees swagporium all one word dot bigcartel.com i'll put a link in the show notes and they are available there at the princely sum of four pounds plus postage and packing and yeah they're cool 25 centimeters by 35 centimeters um cotton with the Shiny Bees logo 
on the front. One of them's already been commandeered by the beast. She had to have one and decided she was going to carry about eight Barbies round in it. So you can get eight Barbies in one of these bags. You can also get a pair of socks or a shawl or bits of a sweater. Um, but if you need to carry your Barbies round as well, I can vouch for they have been road tested for Barbie. So they're up in the swag shop now. If you go into Edinburgh and you would rather I brought them along to Edinburgh rather than give um, them post them to you, let me know and we can sort that out uh, as well. It won't be a problem at all. I'll bring all the spares to Edinburgh and vlog them to everyone. Um, but they are available now in the swag shop. February events then. Speaking of Edinburgh Yarn Festival, but that's not till March, of course. The next event in February is Unravel at Farnham Maltins, which is taking place 19th to the 21st of February 2016 at Farnham in Surrey in the UK. It's 12 till 6 on Friday, 10 till 5 on Saturday and 10 till 4 on Sunday. Advanced tickets are still available, I think, until Thursday. And then after that, it will be sort of pain on the door. I'm not going to be going because it's in Surrey and it's quite far. And... um. I know a lot of other people though are planning to go so that is Unravel at Farnham Maltings in Surrey and if you get any nice stuff, if you do go along and you get any nice stuff or you have any thoughts or feedback about the show that you want to share with us all, get in touch with me because it'd be quite cool to get a few um, listener reviews of shows that I can't go to because I can't, I can't go to every single show. So if you go into Unravel and you want to come on and tell us all about it, drop me an email and we'll sort that out. So next we're on to Enablers Corner. This week in Enablers Corner we have something you get for free. And these are some ace tutorial videos from Claire Divine. You may remember Claire from the sock surgery segment on the podcast last year. She's a knitting designer, originally from South Africa. And she's now back in South Africa, but on her way to Australia. She doesn't like to stay anywhere long. She's a bit of a globetrotter and an all-round nice girl. She also does some ace knitting patterns and is probably one of the reasons why I... I I'm really funny about knitting patterns now because they are really, really great and very clear and easy to follow if you are a beginner as well because she's trained as a teacher so everything is explained really nicely. Now she's decided to branch into doing video tutorials for some of the techniques in her pa uh, in her patterns. So she's a big fan of the German twisted cast on for socks and for hats. Hats has been her latest thing that she's been into, but she does do a lot of socks as well. She does design shawls too, um, but hats has been the latest thing. And she uses a variation of the long tail cast on called the German twisted cast on, which is super stretchy. And she's done a video for that and a video, there's another video as well, but that was the one in particular that I wanted to draw your attention to is the German twisted cast on. I've completely moved away from doing the long tail cast on and only do the German twisted cast on now. I just think it's nicer, it looks better, it's stretchy, but it, it kind of springs back as well. It's it's a brilliant cast on. So that's the only one that I kind of use these days. And she's done a video for it. So if you've never done it before and you fancy having to try a different cast on uh, in your next project, I will embed her video in the show notes for this episode, but it's worth going across to YouTube 
and uh, following her channel because I know she's got plans to do a load more tutorials and they will be really good and dead easy to follow. Um, what really, really bugs me about video tutorials on YouTube is they'll show you the technique once slowly and then you like sort of trying to take it in and then they do it really fast. They're like, okay, well, look how fast I can do this. Really quickly. And you're just like, Right, so I'm going to go back to the beginning again and rewatch the first 10 seconds of this video so that you can just sit there for the next 30 going, look how fast I am at knitting. Um, which is of noise to anyone, really annoys me. You can probably tell how much it annoys me. And what Claire did, she did her first one slowly enough that you could see what was going on. And then the second one, instead of being a bit of a knob and going as fast as she can, she she did the opposite and she actually does the second one even slower so you can kind of watch the first one and you're like right okay yeah first demo yeah okay this this and you're kind of trying to figure it out and then inevitably the second one that's when you pick the stuff up and try and have a go at it and her one is is slower on the second one instead of faster which a lot of other videos tend to do i find personally i don't know if i just look for it because it bugs me but and clearly it does you can you can feel the the, the um, um bridled rage there for this um hers doesn't it's the opposite which makes it super easy to follow so i'm enabling you this week to claire divine's german twisted cast on tutorial free for you on youtube rewind i feel like i should have you know got some kind of sound effect there Maybe like a church organ playing rewind or something like that. But in the absence of that, you've you've just got my pretty poor um, attempts at being a garage megastar. And rewind is going to be the name of our next knit along. Last week I talked about the idea of doing a knit along, and I couldn't think of a cool name for it. And some of you did get in touch to suggest some really good names and. I thought, well, until I've thought of a name, we can't really start this knit along because you need a hashtag. Can't have a knit along without a hashtag. And I was just like, oh no, we're going to call it. I just, this is what I think I want it to be. And uh, the legend, the legend that is Craig David swooped in from above and provided me with the rewind knit along. So the rewind knit along is basically trying to pull together all these different ideas of what people want to knit there was a lot of talk about knitting the lush cardigan and we did a, a the lush along for uh lush by tin can knits which is a pattern for a cardigan and i've talked about loads on the podcast i've knitted it twice already and i've got about eight more plans and a lot of other people wanted to re-knit that pattern and we're saying oh let's do another lush along let's do another lush along and Obviously, I always want to give you guys what you want, and I'm, and I'm going to knit another lush anyway, so, you know, the more the merrier, but then I got to thinking about how could we make it a bit wider, and how could we have some more people in it, and recently, there's been quite a lot of really popular knit-alongs that people have completely got behind, like the Hap-Along at Knit British, um, amongst others where people have just joined in and really enjoyed knitting the pattern and the knit along process and have quite often knit more than one of the pattern during the time of the knit along and 
I thought, well, what about if we could do that? What about if we could recreate that feeling? Like when you're asleep and you're having a really good dream and you wake up and you want to go back into it, how can we do that for a knit-along for our knitting? And this is where the idea of the Rewind Knit-Along came from. So basically we're going to be doing a knit-along where we relive a previously enjoyed knit-along. And because I like to include everyone, if you previously didn't join in a knit-along and then afterwards really wished you had, you can also join in and knit whatever it was you wished you'd been in the knit-along for. So, lots of people are going to be knitting Lush. Um, if you want to knit another hat or a scully or anything else that's been really popular in the knit-along front, yellow socks, you name it, you can knit that or any other pattern for any knit-along that you've previously wanted to take part in but couldn't or didn't and then regretted it. Um, that's what we're going to be knitting in the knit-along. So it's not, I normally prefer to do everyone to do the same pattern because that's how I prefer to do them because I like everyone to be able to compare the same but as I think again it will be like the bead along where it'd be one of several of the same patterns anyway um, it's totally fine so I am going to start the knit along to give you a chance to prepare flipping my notes over there on the 13th of March 2016 and it'll end on the 26th of June 2016 the hashtag will be rewind knit along i'll see if i can rustle up a few prizes from somewhere and um we will be doing a virtual knit night um along the lines of the one that we do for the patrons and um, but it'll be open to everyone who's actually in the knit along to chat about our projects in person and so you can try out the virtual knit night uh, sort of forum that we use and you can knit any pattern you like as long as you've knit it before and you really loved it and you wish you could go and relive it or you missed it last time and wish you'd taken part. I'm going to be knitting Lush by Tin Can Knits and I'm going to be knitting it in the Berry Colourful Yarnings uh, Shiny Bees podcast most engaged audience yarn in the semi-solid red colourway which is a 70% no 75% merino 20% silk 5% stellina. So it's going to be super gorgeous. It's on its way from America right now, which is why I needed to give it more time to arrive. And um, I will open a thread in the Ravelry group for us all to start chatting and planning our yarns and patterns, getting ourselves into teams. I mean, Team Lush. And see where we go from there. But the hashtag is hashtag rewind Cal. And obviously it's open to crochet as well. So if you've crocheted something that you really want to go back and re-crochet, then you're totally willing, uh, not willing, totally able. Um, you might be willing, you might not, but you are uh, completely welcome, is probably the word I was looking for, uh, to join in with us as well. So show me your, your yarns, show me your, your pairings of yarn and pattern. I want to get excited with you for the Rewind Knit Along. So next up, I have a review of Take Heart, a transatlantic, <laughs> transatlantic knitting journey by Fiona Alice. Um, I was sent this book to review by Amy at Pom Pom. It is a book that's printed by Pom Pom Press, which is sort of a new direction for the Pom Pom Quarterly magazine. Um, which if you're not familiar, it it's a quarterly magazine, it's 
done by um, a group in London and there's Megan, Lydia and Amy. They also have a podcast called The Podcast and uh, that's been going, I'm not even sure how many years it's been going now, um, probably about four or four I guess and they're, they're branching out now into like their own printing publication company I guess and um, beyond the the magazine which is a sort of it was sort of always halfway in between a magazine and a book. It was almost like a journal type thing. And um, they're now kind of branching out into producing printed copies of knitting stuff. And this is the first one that they've done. So they've asked me would I like to review it. And of course I said yes. Because <laughs> um, they are lovely. And they've sent this along for me to have a look at. So I've made a few notes and I'm going to be flicking through the pages so you can get the feel of the noise of the pages because like a lot of things that Pom Pom does, the cardstock, the paper stock that they used in this is really nice. And I am a little bit funny about paper stock. I like nice, thick, expensive feeling paper stock, which is why I always use 100 GSM paper and not 80 or 90 for when I'm sending things out on paper because it just feels more expensive and nice. And um, Pom Pom seem to also have that that need to use nice paper uh, that I do. So, as I mentioned, it is all designed by Fiona Alice and um, published by Pom Pom Press with a recommended retail price of £14.50. It's got like a silky feeling cover, almost, it is, yeah, silk I would say. Um, not shiny, matte, but feels... Yeah, a bit velvety. It's nice. And all the photography is done by Juju Vale. So very similar to what you would find in Pom Pom. Anyway, it has uh, nine patterns for various different accessories from socks through to shawls, a curl, hats and mittens. And the book itself is split into two. So the first 48 pages are dedicated to... Um, basically the inspiration behind the patterns and the stories behind the patterns as told by Fiona where the ideas came from and describing more about how the pattern kind of turned out and, and geographically where um, she got her inspiration from. So there's plenty of essays and kind of photography, lovely beautiful photography. It's definitely a book that's not light on the photos which pleases me no end um, and lots of inf background information about the patterns that you don't necessarily always get with a knitting pattern you might get a little bit of a blurb about where it came from but not generally information to the level that's included in this book and in the second half of the book all of the patterns are listed together so the first half goes through each pattern in turn and describes the inspiration and the second half has each pattern to knit it and it comes with a code for downloading a pdf copy because um i don't think you'd want to be writing on the book it, it would ruin my aura anyway so i'll tell you a little bit about the patterns as we go through and let you hear let you hear some paper noise there you go it's good nice nice paper so you can you can hear it better so the first one is three cliffs no, the first one isn't Three Cliffs, that's why I can't find it. The first one is Take Heart, which is knit in Toft Alpaca Aran. And Toft Alpaca is um, an English yarn. 
it's from the best in Warwickshire in the UK and this is a cabled uh, hat a tock I suppose the Canadians call it with a pom-pom on top it's got a, a wide brim and then it goes up into a reverse stocking stitch with a, a heart entwined cable pattern that goes up to the crown three cliffs is knitting John Arban uh, yarn it's Viola and they're based in Devon in England and this is a a wrap basically um, with some really subtle textured chevron patterns on it and the next one is my favourite pattern that's called Martinique Beach this is in Sweet Georgia Trinity Worsted Sweet Georgia is a Canadian yarn company they're based in Vancouver and this is a colourwork cowl um, which is really super nice this is my favourite one it's just because there's a lot more colour in this a lot of the other things that there isn't a lot of colour in um, and you know what I'm like I do like a bit of colour next up is Chester Basin this is in the border mill alpaca tweed and they are in Dunce in Scotland um, they've got some cool yarns if you ever get to see them uh, I think they're going to be at Edinburgh Yarn Festival as well anyway this is a, again a sort of colour work hat and mitts combo I think it might be done with slip stitches and next is Pennard Castle um, knitting the uncommon thread which again is a UK indie dyer and um, she's based in Brighton and I think they are leg warmers more on that later um, and then we have some socks in grey and cream which is knit again in Toft Alpaca Fine Sock um, they, they are quite pretty they've got some sort of stitch detailing on the front quite classic looking and contrast heels and toes with a kind of contrast frilly brim as well they almost look a little bit Victorian in some of the sort of design features they aren't reverse stocking stitch with these sort of dropping rows of stocking stitch on the front so I'll put a picture in of them if I can because you can't really it's very difficult to describe those then we've got Caswell Bay which is knitted in a handmade and fine yarn Lady Godiva a Lady Godiva from Halifax in Nova Scotia this is a hat and mitts combo again with this like chevron pattern it's like an almost like a cartoon knit, knit stitch um pattern on them lovely sort of cable detailing with a lot of the reverse stocking stitch that we've seen throughout and the detailing picked out in stocking stitch uh, to show you the the pattern if you will and they, they look really nice Queensland Beach is a headband knitting Illimani Silky Baby Llama from Montreal and again it's like that knit pattern again the tri the kind of the chevron pattern that goes around this really chunky looking headband and Ketch Harbour is the next one this is a shawl knitting Kettle Yarn Company Islington she's based in Hastings in the UK she used to be in London but she moved to the seaside um, I interviewed Linda uh, in a previous episode I will link to that in the show notes and I'm not sure about this one it's a shawl it's got quite an unusual construction and there's a rib that's kind of stops halfway along I'm just I'm, I'm just not sure about that one um, but you have got a shawl there it looks nice like wrapped around I just I don't know I like the masculine lace in it anyway 
So yeah, they are the patterns. There's a quick kind of brief run through. I will try and get some pictures of those in the show notes so you can see them. Um, as I said, my favourite is the Martinique beach one because that's quite um, colourful. And I do like a bit of colour. So what do I like about this book? It is a great looking book. The paper is really nice quality. It's got a lovely layout. It's very clear, very easy to read, very pom-pom, terribly stylish. The photography is really, really good. I like the styling of how they've kind of posed the models and how they've styled everything in the book and manage the photography and telling this story versus the simplicity of many of the knits in there because um, they are quite kind of classic and paired back and sometimes it could be tempting with photography to sort of overdo it and over egg the whole staging and they haven't done that in this it all looks very coherent and quite nice um, and I like how they're not all obvious choices of yarns it's not all you know, merino silk indie dyed. There's some different yarns in there. There's some alpacas in there. It's just a little bit different. And that they've kept the theme of both sides of the Atlantic going by choosing dyers from both sides. What I would do differently if it was my book, um, I would make it a bigger book. It's about the size of a pom-pom quarterly book. And that means it's small enough to take it with you in your knitting bag, which is good. Um, but for something with this level of photography and being so pretty, I would personally prefer it to be bigger just because the photographs are really nice. And some of the patterns for me are a little bit too hip. And what do I mean by that? And I don't, I don't want to sound horrible because <clears throat> that's not how I mean it at all. Um, and it is a very kind of like hip book, you know, it's quite aspirational. Um, but the Pennard Castle pattern that I mentioned, which is the kind of textured leg warmers, I just kind of wonder how wide of an appeal they're going to necessarily have. I mean, I couldn't pull them off, certainly. And I'm not really sure I know anyone who would necessarily knit them. And I wonder whether another pattern choice in there would have been better perhaps would have I think it might have made it a bit stronger uh, as as a collection personally not that I'm you know a knitwear collection writer and I don't publish books well not my own books um anyway the I I just felt that you know I'm not really sure necessarily who's who that pattern is aimed at. It's nice, it's a beautiful pattern, the yarn is gorgeous. I don't know how many of us are going to wear off the knee knee warmer, uh, leg warmers necessarily. Um, purely thinking from a I've walked around knitting shawls in the UK and how many people could, could actually pull, pull it off <laughs> essentially. Um, but I think if you're in London and you're young and hip then totes, you know, uh, all over that. It's just because I'm boring and old now and I'm a bit too short for wearing over the knee leg warmers I'm only five foot three and uh, I'm not quite skinny enough to pull them off but <laughs> I'm not bitter um, <laughs> so yeah I just wonder whether maybe a different pattern choice there would have been better um that being said there's nothing wrong with the design itself I, I just look at things from a very practical point of view um, when it comes to the patterns and I try to think well actually how realistic a pattern is this to knit and wear but 
on the other hand, some of the others are super sort of flexible and, you know, could be knitting cheaper yarns if you needed to and would would be suitable across quite a big age and size bracket. So those things aside, obviously there were quite a lot of big pluses for this first book from Pom Pom Press by Fiona Alice and um, it's not, it's a nice book to have on the coffee table. There are some nice pieces in there. The essays are strong and add a lot of interest to the patterns. The paper stock's beautiful and the photography is lovely and there are plenty of pages devoted to the photography which makes it just feel quite an indulgent little treat really as in terms of, of how books go. In the same way that Pom Pom Quarterly is a bit of an indulgent treat compared to many of the other knitting magazines. So that is my review of Take Heart, A Transatlantic Knitting Journey by Fiona Alice in association with Pom Pom Press. It is available in the Pom Pom Mag shop which is pompommag.com forward slash shop at 14.50 for the print copy and for a digital only copy it is priced at £12. And once again, thanks very much to Amy at Pom Pom for sending through that copy for review. As promised last week, there will be a giveaway this week and it will be for this very copy of Take Heart, A Transatlantic Knitting Journey, lightly leafed through by me, um, which is open to everyone because we had the Edinburgh Yarn Festival tickets and obviously not everyone is able to attend Edinburgh Yarn Festival so I did promise you another giveaway and this will be it so to be in entered into the draw to win this copy of Take Heart you need to go to the group on Ravelry go into the thread for this giveaway and tell me what your favourite pattern is from the collection I will draw a random number generator lucky winner for this on the 3rd of March so to enter, get over to Ravelry in the group and tell me what's your favourite pattern from the collection. Well, I'm afraid that's all we've got time for this week. I hope you have enjoyed the show as much as I've enjoyed talking about Craig David's everlasting eyebrows and gorgeous knitwear from Fiona Alice. So I hope you will all have a great week, happy crafting, and I will speak to you all again soon. Bye! You've been listening to the Shiny Bees Podcast, a podcast for those who like their knitting, comedy and yarn in equally large measures. If you'd like to get in contact with me, you can do so via the blog, or I'm Shiny Bees on Ravelry, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest and Facebook. You can email me at shinybeesinfo at gmail.com. Music for this episode is provided by a Music Alley and it is Adam and the Water Boys and I need a drink. I need a drink. <laughs>